to do. I think that I think that agents in general, from what we learned in running a team, is that they provide things that is unnecessary. Right. And that as long as you And they get involved in things that are unnecessary. Unnecessary. And they waste more time because it doesn't help the deal come together. But they think that they're helping their client by taking on solution of real estate podcast where we talk about the fact that it's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton run a residential real estate team in Arizona that closed over 230 million in sales in 2018. Join us as they interview top real estate agents from across the country and learn how agents are adjusting to this consumer-centric world. If you like what you hear, please share with your colleagues or give us a like. Welcome to episode three of season three. This yeah. is our are, three for three. Are we going to stop telling people it's episode 110? Are we going to? I think okay. so. Okay. How many right. numbers Last do you want to track? I know you're okay. a stats guy. You like to bring numbers into every conversation, <laughs> yeah. but I'm good. Episode okay. three, season three. Okay. This is the season on The Solution, a real estate podcast where Jeff Seabach and myself, Phil Sexton, talk about content for running teams and bring industry leading training to the world of podcasts. Right. Last episode, we started the conversation about negotiations and we brought our our listeners through the story of where we found this client, when we listed the house, how it went under contract, and we left it at, and then the buyers asked for $60,000 of repairs. Yeah. So if you haven't heard the story, go back. It's just the last episode. You should be able to listen to that. And if you're listening and you would like a one-hour free review, if you haven't had with them, let them know that we give that to anyone listening around the U.S. If they would like to, you know, I, I didn't quite understand. I was lost or I went more in this point to know that. Reach out to us. Yeah, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Please, you know, send us a, a, a tweet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's sports. Um, send us a Facebook messenger, right? Like, like send us a text. Send us a. Do you still use that um, electronic mail? What do they call that? Email? T- email. Do you still use that? Uh, don't love email. But Jeff at com is your email? Uh, uh, Jeff, You'd rather have them text you? Well, no. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Yes. Our Facebook Messenger yeah, is a yeah, good one yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so Phil Thank at Seabach.com, <laughs> Jeff at Seabach.com. Shoot us an email if you guys have questions or if you want to review any of the content that we share. Yeah. But today's second half of the cliffhanger is where we're diving into a negotiation strategy. And so now, last episode, you prepared people to sell with pictures. You prepared them on how to take a peeky on the other side. You've talked about using voice versus supporting evidence from third parties. And so now, here we are. Well, that was just, well, because- You're presenting $60,000. Yeah. Binzer, Binzer is the inspection items Right. The, the, to the client, to, to our seller. Right. Well, actually, our team member was. Got it. Right. Oh, our new, team, another right, detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So teams and industry leading training. So the challenge was um, the seller thought the, – the reason why we gave the, uh, the one through five items last time was because it is key in the setup. And it is key that you don't wait – the, the hard part is, is if you wait to – introduce all of these things before you get to this it before you actually just present it if you haven't done any of that homework and you're in this meeting you're already up 
You're already my losing. dad used to oh, call it a, a dirty creek. A no, <laughs> um, you're preparing for commissionectomy. Yeah, is no, no, they're just gonna they're gonna cancel. They you can't get someone there, right? Like the thing is, is so the, you start the number six is time. Time. Oh. The element of time is you have to let people absorb stuff, and knowing that the quick responders and they want to get a deal done, and that, that that's the challenge of the real estate agent is is because. I believe that the training that I received told me we have to be responsive to people and, and it, but it's hard to know that you can be responsive but not react like to to rush the deal. Like you can yes. you can you can send them the binzer and confirm that they got it, but you have appointments, you're still being responsive, but not Immediate answers. Right. You don't have to provide immediate right. answers, but let them know that, yes, you got it. Yes, you're still here. Yes, you're alive. Yes. So one of the things that I've heard you say in the past is that when you got your GRI designation, mm-hmm. that was one of the design, that was the designation that you felt helped you understand what you needed to do. And more importantly, what you didn't need to do in a deal to provide proper representation to your clients. And that sometimes is more valuable knowing what you don't have to do than knowing what you are yeah, supposed to do. I think, that, I think that agents in general, from what we learned in running a team, is that they provide things that is unnecessary. Right. And that as long as you... And they get involved in things that are unnecessary. Unnecessary. And they waste more time because it doesn't help the deal come together. But they think that they're helping their client by taking on whatever it is that they're taking on that's an unnecessary... Right. Showing up at the house, going out to lunch, answering their calls at 8.30 p.m. over and over again, listening to them. When you deliver the binzer and they say, can you talk now? And you pick up the phone and they give you blow for an hour and a half and you're exhausted, but you realize that actually that didn't help. Yeah. It's hard. Interesting. Because it, it, you feel that that's what should you need to do. And to me, I'm more of, you know what? Let your spouse have it. <laughs> Let your mother have it. Right? Like, yeah. you know. Neighbor, friend, bartender, therapist, right, right, whatever right. it is. They're yes. going to blow on whoever they want to. It's going to come out. And the thing is, is, you know, also that people sometimes need a night to, to sleep on it. Because perspective, what it is, is they need to absorb all the information we're giving them. All right, so when the buyer's agent presents the uh, the BINZER, which is at the end of the inspection period, that's the acronym that we use here in Arizona. The BINZER is the no- notice of- Buyer response. inspection seller response yep. form. Yes. There's they, four- they, let's say that, that they send that to us uh, you know, at four o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. on day 10, the mm-hmm. last day of the inspection period. Mm-hmm. You then forward it to the seller mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. and then you call them right away to review it? Never. You, what do you, how many days do you have to respond? Five. And so then you wait till like eight o'clock that night to call them? Mm, I clearly let them know that I am one busy SOB and that I have multiple meetings and that if they're free at 930, we could talk. If I send it to them at 10 a.m., like I'll be free. Uh, I have my kids game and then I should be free right around bedtime if you want to chat then. And one out of a thousand says yes. Otherwise, they push uh, it to the or, next day. Or, you know what? We can just catch up tomorrow. And then or if they call then at 10 o'clock, I fell asleep and oh, it was a long day. I fell asleep. Sorry, because they f- don't get mad if you fell asleep 
when it was 9.30. <laughs> and it was the end of a long day that you explained to them. I'm going to try to, okay. gonna try to <laughs> interpret that what you're saying is don't talk to them same day. Yes. Let them sleep on it before you uh, yes. come back to them. Yes. Do whatever can. I mean, the key is, yeah. So, but to me. Because the blow, which we defined last week in um, the last episode, is gonna is is loudest and strongest day one early on right and then and realizing that they just want to talk about their experience in their house and that their house is new and why they should love it because they lived in the house for the past 25 years these people have been in the house 25 years and that's that's the part of the conversation part of the negotiation is is how long have the people lived in it meaning how emotionally tied are they to that house i mean how long had your dad lived in the house since it was new. Did you grow up yeah. there? No. No. But some but other kids did. That's a really complicated okay. question, Jeff. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, good deal. But you know, like, I think Mo grew up there. <laughs> okay. But the key thing is understanding this parameter, right? So there's four negotiations that are going on, or maybe more, and that's the the buyer is negotiating B buyer versus seller. And then there's uh buyer versus buyer agent and then there's buyer agent versus seller agent and then there's seller agent versus seller or even buyer agent versus seller right but yeah yeah or buyer agent versus seller or seller agent versus buyer okay, okay. so six maybe okay good deal all right so and the key parts, not to make this more complex than it already is. It's too late. Okay. <laughs> is that you have to understand because I, this is why I enjoy the internet. Because I Googled the other agent. Because I had to understand the mindset mm. of that agent mm. and her negotiation skills with. Oh, so this house was under contract for one, two, five. And when you Googled the other agent and you looked the other agent up in the MLS, you saw that her primary book of business was what? Last year she had sold, I don't know, in the range of 15 to 17 houses, but her highest sale in the last four years was 800,000. So she's now Good agent. out of her realm. You said that, not me. Okay. but. I, this I don't mean that as a negative. I just mean if your realm, if your business is this, well, I think you're that, doing I deals. think there's something that we that you that you know that maybe the audience doesn't know, and that deals are different and emotions are different at two hundred, at five hundred, at eight hundred, and a million plus, and then uh, two and a half million plus, meaning that. The client changes, the category of client changes, right? Like, so to me, if you're not used to negotiating agent or people that are doing that, or if you don't sell a lot of houses, then I, I just know that there's maybe conversations that possibly couldn't have happened. You know what I mean? So, um, so you take that as a mental note when you're communicating with the other side. Right. Yes. Okay. I just it's just a mental but also it's a mental note that you then will use when you're talking to your client mm -hmm. because you have to explain the actions of the other agent. Right. Yes. Right. Because the binger came through, it was clearly um what I would consider an unvetted 
like the, to me, the client was winning in the first relationship was the buyer versus the buyer agent. And the buyer was winning that the relationship. The buyer was winning that relationship. Because 60 was too high. Yeah. Well, they um, included things that were... Um, Ticky-tacky? No, 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 no. Um, Non-repair items, personal preference items. Okay. And that in deals... When you get to things like, um, it doesn't have a grill, you need to install the grill. Well, yeah, but that's almost a, that tells me that there is a objection of value more than anything. Well, true, but it also tells me that, because I would not let someone put that on there. I'm like, Fair if we had that conversation up front, then I would just say, well, then offer less, right? Like, you know what? I. I, I get it, but that's not a repair. It's a it's an inspection item. Yeah, but that's okay because you're inspecting whether or not your value sta- withholds or not. Uh, don't get me wrong. Have I, you, have I? Have uh, I? We did. We do it on purpose. Yes, like okay. to negotiate for sure because that is a definitely an opinion of value, and that I actually use that against my seller in this case. But I wonder. But to me, I didn't think that she. Dude, she'd only been an agent for three years, and I just didn't think that she had that in her bag, that it was Got a it. strategy. So Got I was it. like, okay, she's a good agent. She does some deals, but just knowing in the... You, you're almost into the forensic of who you're up against. Well, yeah. Well, no, I'm in the forensics of knowing what that buyer's mentality is because I got to negotiate that buyer. Through their agent. Through their agent, yeah. Right. So then I was like, oh, man, I don't, like this is going to be great. So because um, now I know I'm going to have to negotiate with pictures, the buyer agent and the buyer and my seller. I got three negotiations going on here because – I'm trying to keep this together, and then they had the it was going into Christmas time, and there was a negotiation there that my seller thought that because they allowed the buyer to close later, that that should be different. That that was worth twenty thousand dollars. So now they're down to forty. Yeah, so that, right, yeah. Like, yeah. Like there was just you know it was just awesome. Lots of moving pieces. Yeah, uh, yeah. But either way, so. Um, My seller, the first level, and the and my buyer's agent were having a conversation. Your seller and your buyer's agent? Say um, that again? Sell, selling agent. Okay, the sell, so the agent so on our team. The, the lead, the seller client that we gave, we had an agent that was representing them. Uh huh. And so that agent that was representing them made a, a, what I would call a cardinal sin. Right. And they did not give the client confidence in their negotiating abilities right and that is a recipe for cancellations yeah so then this is where the team aspect comes in fortunately when you're a team leader and you see the deal going down because fortunately the agent was good and she she was not embarrassed to be like jeff i need help here. jeff i need help and congratulations to her because this is why and what we i believe should happen i'm like no problem i'm like set up a meeting she's like well he wants to talk to you on the phone Uh uh-uh at this point in negotiation because he said you know he i talked to him briefly i'm like let me come over we'll sit down because i want to talk to you and your spouse at the same time i you know we were not in the phone and but he said that my i said why do you not why are you not confident in my he's because that's what he said he said i lost confidence in my in my agent and we're you know our house is clearly worth more full price and these people like we're not repairing anything and um just tell them to 
go pound sand and I'm like And so uh, this is a face-to-face conversation that you have. I mean, that's a big part well, of no, the negotiation. No, 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 no. I asked him on the phone because I wanted to give feedback as a team leader to my agent. What I said, what did she say? So Kathy was um is one of our top team members. They they sell um her and her husband sell I don't know, 15 million last year, right? Like they might do 20 million. I'm not talking about a newbie know, newbie right they yeah. previously they were in the mortgage industry like they're i i i have a very high rating for them obviously we gave them a 1.25 yeah. listing and and kathy um is honestly one of the most caring right like the general feedback that we've had from her past clients over time is she's a listener she is you know like so when he's saying he because the seller comes back and he's like she she, she's not helped me out, right? Like she's she's not listening, and I'm like, eh, like I, it didn't resonate because yeah. I yeah, yeah. I knew my salesperson was a strong salesperson, so I was like, in trying to help give feedback to Kathy, I was like, what what did Kathy say? And he said, I'm trying to think of his exact words, he's like, well, I asked her what we should do, and she said, I don't know. Ooh, I've never seen that on a binger before. Ooh, mm. tough. I, yeah, tough. Okay, who? She's, give me somebody that's dealt with this. Yes, right. right. Yeah, no, that was it. And it for, unfortunately, she had said it more than one time. Yep, because he had mentioned it before. New she, waters. You don't want. Oh, that's that? tough. New waters. It's tough to to tell your client that this is the. I don't know. This is the, we're going through this together for the first time. Well, then what did I hire you for? Yeah, no. He's like, you're supposed to be the number one team and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, all right. And I, my feedback to Kathy was, um, you know, it's just how you said it. Yes. Right? Like, to me, you would to me, what would have been better is, is you know, um, I've, I've been to 100 inspections, um, and they're asking for something that, I think I'm gonna want a second opinion from the contractor on because this one's a little slightly different than what I'm used to. Right, so you use statistics on an experience so that you are giving yourself credibility while you're talking about this might be a unique situation. Yeah, you know. Because as soon as you say, I never saw this before, the client doesn't know that you've been to 100 inspections and that you've closed $15 million in houses last year. They think that now you're a new agent. You just went from being an experienced agent to being brand new. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, just just similar things like that where, and this is my advice I gave to my client is be careful because there's a thing about being honest, right? And how you communicate honesty versus how you communicate because she knows. Like she has the experience. So unfortunately, what the, the verbiage that she used led to the client not believing in her when she actually had it handled. So, um, but all good. So we, we all learn from it. Not a, all right. So now you get involved and you get to go face to And so you, I've, you, this is another one of, this is a Jeff Seabach strategy that I've seen deployed multiple times. And that is let's meet face to face. Yes. This is a face to face conversation to have. Because you know you're not going to get sixty thousand uh, dollars wiped away over the phone, right? Right. Nor are you going to get it wiped away in in person. But you have a better chance of 
not being looked at as a salesperson, real estate agent that's just trying to get a deal done and not looking out for my best interests when you're not sitting there across the table looking at them eye to eye. Thank you. Yes, eye to eye. I cool. Die. So you go over to the house and you do your best to set the stage of this is pretty normal, actually. Well, no, first, actually, to me, I'm like, son of a bitch, Kathy. He still thinks his house is worth full, like we have more than what he sold it yeah, for. Yeah, more than what we right, got under contract because he for. does not. He said, "I want it. I, it's as is." I told you I wanted it as is from the beginning. We're selling it as is, and now we got sixty thousand on the table. And I'm like, "Yeah, I knew that I had to go over there and get to that." Right, like that was the underneath the, the tooth in the yeah, like tapping the, the tooth. Yeah, find the no, pain. no, we were going deep to get that root, dig it out. Right, so. Um, and the reason why I needed to be in person is because I had to convince uh, him and his spouse using pictures first this. Then I knew that because in dropping concepts to a seller, it's hard to drop multiple concepts just like this podcast at the same time because the first concept was list was sales price and the second concept was repairs. Okay, and that I knew it, that when I go in there, and I, I could only introduce the repair items once I've attacked the the comps. All right, so there's a lot of pieces. I'm just gonna do my my once over to summarize the variables. You breathing into that mic pretty heavy there, Seabuck. This is a big deal, a big deal. <laughs> so I'm gonna do my best to one over the details like the variables that you're looking at. You're looking at uh, the fact that we're the third listing agent. The first two couldn't sell the house. You're looking at the fact that we had a pre-market momentum and then the house goes on the market first weekend, gets under contract for full price. Mm -hmm. You're looking at the fact that this is the highest deal that the buyer's agent has ever done by 50%. You're looking. Yeah, Thirty, but yeah. Thirty percent. All right. So I thought eight hundred to one two five. One two four hundred four goes into eight hundred fifty half. One third. Oh, one third. Got it. Yeah. So then, thank you for that. So then, oh, it's fifty percent more. It's one third of one two, but it's fifty percent more than eighty. Okay, good deal. And this lesson was brought to you. <laughs> By my tenth, by Dude, my tenth grade on, statistics you know teacher, not, uh, Mrs. Thompson. I, I, I appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate the cut down. Yes, I am not flawless by any stretch. All right, so I'm just like all of these different, all of these different pieces, right? And then it comes in with a sixty sixty thousand dollar repair request. So you're taking all of these factors into consideration when you go to that eye to eye meeting, mm-hmm. and you address all of these factors and and what any. No, that's what I'm saying out. is I gotta break it up. I gotta I gotta break them up into chunks because we're only day two and then we got day five and we're not in a hurry. I know it's gonna take us all five days to respond because I need to get my people emotionally there and that they're gonna have to um, sleep on the repair one more night and then the following night. But first I want to not, I just want to introduce ideas. I don't want to, I want them to choose what we're going to respond to. Your sellers. In repairs, not me. I'm not telling them. I'm just, I mean, we're going to talk about it, but I knew. You just use all those details to help them be reasonable. Yes. Right. Okay. Good deal. And sometimes reasonable, unreasonable is where blow comes from. Yes. And so the opposite of that is after you fight through that with just a calm, 
slow mm-hmm. tone, mm-hmm. which I've heard you have when you talk to these people. I do. Sometimes you yell at people. Let's be real. But I do more, yell. But when you're on usually in, calm, yeah. In this type of environment, well, it calm is, is confident. It is. This is normal. The, we're trying to deliver confidence. Yes, the whole time. The whole time and to, expertise. Comp, right. Confidence and expertise run hand in hand. Expertise, right. So, okay, so now I'll go back to this situation. So pictures in sales price is I take my iPad over there and then I um, stand at the... Standing gives you authority. Well, no, I stand because I want us both to all look at pictures together and usually the husband and wife are on the other side. Sometimes I squeeze in between them. It's so (laughs) awesome. But but the, the thing is, is because we're looking on a on a 12 inch device they have to be close and I yeah. I want everybody to get a good look at the photo and trust me when the picture comes up they're looking at it and that is the key because I'm like you know the last one because the the last comparable comp was 1.6 okay that was as close to it was there was an over comp but it was fixed up meaning there was a comp at 1.3 but it was completely redone right like to me looking three miles out I was look. I'm like, because she was for like five acre parcels. Yes, and she she was like, well, what about this guy? And I'm like, okay, tell me the address. And I would look that one up, and then I would pull it up, and I'm like, okay, it's out on the market. Right? Like to me, that, you go through the education, your self education piece with them. Watching. I review my education with them in their education to get them to, because I really, I just really wanted them to be realistic, and I thought we had a good number. Right. Right. Like to me. I was at, I thought it was worth one, two, two, five. And that's what I, fortunately, pre, before listing, I told him in writing that I thought it was worth one, two, two, five. Another variable. Another variable. Is that when you go to the listing presentation, you write down different prices, the aggressive price, the non-competitive price, the passive price, and what you think the house will ultimately sell for. And that is before any emotions are in the deal. Right. So I, the thing was is- So I, then you leverage that original I had wrote number. down the, yeah, no, but I wrote down the number in 16. I wrote down the number in 17. And I also wrote down the number in 18 and showed the appreciation of the market. So we were at like, it was, yeah, I- Believable. Believable. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, so now I, we go through that and then I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't matter. I'm, I'm like, you know, hey, look at this. Like, I just want to touch this because you obviously think it's worth it full price. I'm like, okay, let's talk about the repairs. So, um, you know, I gave them a, what I consider, you know, uh, do you want to sell that? I, I said, because they were like, we're as is. So I, this is the first. Which our contract is This as is, is the first point where I was, because I was establishing representation, all that stuff. I was the first point. I'm like. Cool. All right. So let's talk about um, going back on the market, right? Like we're going to fix it up. I think the first estimate we got to fix up your house was 80,000. Where are you guys going to get the money from? Making it real. Yeah. I'm like, let's talk about the also, But I was at this point, I was like, cool. I, I, I think this is a great option. Let's, I want you to get more money for your house too. So the repair will take, you'll have to get a rental. So if you want, we can start to, we'll look for a rental. It's a little tough because right now it's going into the high season, right? But to me, because we uh, maybe oh, you can move, okay, you guys will move fully into the guest house and we'll do the repairs. So just trying to 
negotiate that. I'm to like, help walk them through what happens to get what they want. No, to, yeah, no, to help them go through that if you respond with nothing, this deal's dead. You, you this is, this is what? Because I explained what's called the sentiment of the deal. The sentiment of the deal is that people have to think it's fair, and that people have a. This is what happens in higher, more expensive houses than lower end houses, right? But once someone gets sideways on a deal, and my seller was sideways, but if they're sideways unjustly, that's different. That means that they're uneducated. Sometimes they, that causes deals not to come together. But I was like, you know, there's a point of being fair, and that's why you have to know what the value of actually the repairs are because they had lived in the house for 25 years and they were not recognizing that their house had some serious issues, right? Like the the, the roof was... 30 years old, right? Like the pool needed, the pool needed to be redone. There was issues with the, there was electrical issues. There was things that were, that they, they were just arguing that it didn't need to be done because they felt they were, it was worth more and that it should be included. And I was like, okay, well, I said, we're going to have to be, you know, come out with something reasonable. But if you, once you tick somebody off is where I'm going, the buyer, if you tell them F you, cause that's what it, to me, when you come back after this whole thing, they ask for sixty thousand. You're like, screw you. We're doing zero. zero. Yeah, done. Okay. So, um, so your goal going in to meet with the sellers is to figure out how close to the sixty you can get. Well, I, I, I was, I said, I told them in my experience, you know, you're probably gonna have to get it in the range between, you know, fifty-five to seventy-five percent of the request to keep the deal together. Right. Depending on the price range, it varies a lot. Right. Depending on the situation, all this varies a lot. But they asked for 60. I'm thinking we needed to get to 30. Right. So um, what I told him is, is, you know what? I haven't done enough research on this because I was taking their side. Now I'm back to representing them. I'm like, let me get my roofer out. Let me get my opinion of these. I, let me get my pool guy. I'll have him here tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Are you okay? Can he can come in there? He'll get me an estimate because their quote for 8,500 worth of pool is bullshit. I know we can get that done for six grand. I don't, we don't have to replace the entire roof. We only have to fix the part that's, that needs to be, right? Like that's, like they said 35,000 for, or 28,000 for the roof. I ended up getting my roofer out in two days because I'm buying, I know I got three days. I'm, I got my roofer to come out and it was 18. I'm like, because I'm telling them, I think that the, the 60s BS, okay? I think the real number is 40 and then we can do a percentage of that number Right. Yeah. So, you know, I was just in the, you know, because. Yeah. And so the other that, thing, the other thing that the other piece uh, that you share is. The longer somebody is in a deal, the more likely it is to come together. Yeah, that's true. And so you're taking five days. So so day one, their response is X, but day five, their response could be Y. Well, True. So you're using those five days as your research to understand what the numbers are well, in I just their wanna, best representation. Uh, but at the same time, that is letting time pass, which is good, which is a strategy in negotiation. It helps. Always. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's never bad. 
Well, also because if the longer people stay in a deal, it shows that they want to. Because the thing is, people want to buy. I mean, they want to sell, dude. The, the, the buyer agent. really wanted the house. They and I was telling because I, I had gleaned from the buyer's agent that they loved the house and they really wanted to put it together. So I didn't want to have him sellers screw themselves out of putting this deal because it was actually in their best interest because they've been wanting to move for what time they come Three to the years? open house? Yeah, uh, sixteen. It's. 2020 19, yeah yeah four i mean and that's i was like you got when he said we're not doing anything i'm like so you just don't want to move no i just want more money oh okay good deal let me help you negotiate more money let me get my guys out here we'll fix this okay right so leaving there he's like okay he texts me after okay we'll do or no, no, it was in the meeting because he said, okay, we'll do 10000 oh, Hey, better than zero. Right. Better than zero. Right. We got I, a chance. And I was still like, we're going to need twice that, but he, okay. I said, it's a start. I, well, I just said, I said, okay, at least you're giving them something. You're not, it's not a, not two hands up, fingers out, right? Like you're just like, yeah. I said, okay. Yeah. I said, I still think though that that's going to send the wrong message. We're a little bit closer. But and so this is day four. Four that he said ten. No, 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 no. This is at the meeting still before oh, this he left. Oh, at the meeting. Well, so yeah, no. The... I, I got him from zero to ten based upon that at the meeting. What we just. Well, I was talking. I when I said I'll get, because, I was negotiating them and like I said I don't think the roof is twenty eight. I think it's fifteen to eighteen because that was my opinion because I had read the report. Yes. And I knew that that was where it was going to come in. Yeah. But now I was telling him that roof is real. Yeah. At 14. And that the pool is real at six because I just, because I said, I just redid my pool. It was 6,500. The 87 or 88 was high. High. So that means that the roof was high and that was high. I'm sure that the fixing the garage was high and you know, I mean, whatever like, else it was on. Right, right, right. Like, yes. what's, you know, because the thing is, is we're not responsible for things to be new, but we are responsible for them to be in working condition. And that's how I got on the 10. And I'm like, but you know what? Honestly, Moving forward, like, is it worth ten grand? Because well, he said that he would do the termites because there was termites. Fair enough. So he this house, so his house was perfect. He should get yes. one, two, five, except for the roof, the pool, the termites, and the right. yeah, 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 HVAC. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, and the structures. But but rehashing that, but not this is the buyer. Now I was saying, my guy, he's much cheaper. I know that that yes. I saw that before. It's gonna come in at this. I'm really. Which, oh, oh, I'm in number four over here. Seller negotiating, seller's agent negotiating seller. But I'm not saying I don't know. I'm saying I know, right? Like I know this is how this is gonna go, right? Like to me, it's just changing the focus of the things and what like, it's there's style points there, so. <laughs> High style points. Yeah. So then did you respond? So now one you, last got, piece. you got to one 10 more, one and, then, and then you start bringing your, your people over, your contractors over. Well, one last piece, yes. But I said before I left, because I knew once I got them to 10 and I was going to get them to where I need them to be. Because I was like, you know, I'll tell you what. If you if you get to 20, I'll, I'll kick in a little. Because there's a piece of... You know what? We sold the house right away. You know what? We're in this together. And I'm willing to do that because we're not getting a better deal. 
And if we go back on the market, I sent because I had already I had brought the report that you said that the average sales price is ninety seven percent, not full price. If we go back on the market, we're going to get an offer ninety seven percent of one two five is thirty seven. I mean, we're going to get an offer for one two one five, and now we're going to be negotiating the bad roof and the thing. So. Um, all of the inspection items will still be there. Right. The 60, the right. 60 we'll just off. be negotiating from a lower number. So yeah. I'm willing because then also I'm getting a smaller check. So I might as well throw in a little bit. I don't think I deserve. I thought I did a great job because I sold your house for fair full price and the other agents couldn't sell your house at all. Um, and they were still, oh, well, we got offers. I'm like, okay, but they didn't come together. Right. Yeah. I said, you know, I'll kick in a little so that we can get you to. You know, I'm not going to let this thing die over a little bit. I, but I'm also, we're in this together representation. We're in it together. Yes. Right? Like, I, I'm, I, I, you know what? Uh, I don't think, I mean, to me, you know, so I get him to quote. And then the following morning, he comes. So did your quotes come in lower? They came in at what I said they were going to, I mean, right in the lower. range. Lower. Like, range, yeah. 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 So we had gotten the number down to about, it was like, 41 or something right from 60 um and now you know trying to get to you know i was looking to get something in the 20 so he had doing the he ended up agreeing because he thought the there was like 3500 hours worth of repairs that he thought were legitimate repairs everything else was he was going to do those yeah. and then when we kicked in we got it done so At i kicked what? in 2500 bucks and the number that he that they ended up at was 20 20. They doubled it. Okay. After. And 20 kept it together. Well, 20 plus the, th he did, he gave a $20,000 credit. We did 3,500 worth, worth of repairs. repairs. Got and it. then I kicked in 2,500 and that got us to. About half. Yeah. Okay. The 50 No, no, no. Mark. 40. I'm sorry. After that was 25 you, after of 40. You your contractors, that was 25 of 40. Uh -huh. Got it. Because yeah. your contractors got the numbers down to 40. Uh -huh. Wow. But it, but the key was is that I um, took pictures in the binzer in the response because I knew that the agent wasn't going to deliver the right message. And I wrote the numbers in the binzer to, that I knew was going to be presented to the buyer because I knew that it was the official form. Yes. And my agent was like, I didn't know you could do that. What a great idea. <laughs> Because that's how, when you go back to your scale there, that's how the seller's agent can negotiate the buyer through the buyer's agent. Yeah, I always nice. wanted to make sure that the buyer knew that there that the repairs could be done for less. There's like three more stories that are included in this deal that we haven't even gotten to, but this is our time for episode three right. of season yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think that uh, we like wrap it up. On Wednesday and Thursday, we'll, we'll catch we'll up come here. Back with another yeah. one. But yeah. in the beginning of this episode, we said, email us if you guys have questions, jeff at cbock.com, phil at cbock.com, because this is, I think that if I was an agent listening to this, I would say, well, how did you do X or how did you do Y? I just feel like this story comes with questions that are in it. And we're not um, doing anything other than trying to help you guys understand how we look at deals and how we try to bring deals together. So if you have questions on that, great, let us know. If you appreciate this style of content where we're telling you real life stories from the road, leave us the five-star reviews. We love those and we appreciate the support. It's fun. I'm exhausted. I can't wait. We haven't even gotten into the text thread of after the deal closed. <laughs> but, but we will. But there's more. Yeah, but and we, it gets better. <laughs> no, like we're not even there yet. Oh, this is we good. We have pictures of jumping on dumpsters, but that comes for another episode. Oh, yeah. Thank it's, you, guys. We're not done yet. The yes. Solution, yes. a real estate podcast. We appreciate you listening. Have a good day. Thank you.
Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, show us some love by sharing with your friends or clicking the five-star like button. To view all of our content, visit www.agenttruth.com.